Welcome to Toast in the Morning. It is now time to put on your big boy pants. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, me and Toss aren't like always recording. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get you another moment. But anyways, we're back for the most anticipated, the highly anticipated Mock Draft 2.0. Our most highly viewed was the 1.0 with Chris. We we hit like 150 views, give or take 10 views. That's that's a big talker here. Well, I felt bad because we did it. And um, I think you guys wanted to do it pretty earlier and I wanted to do it later. A little (laughs) bit of that night. Stafford got traded um, like Stafford 10 minutes traded, after we yeah. finished. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. And we were like, nice. I think we all had them taking a quarterback too, which is funny. Well, I don't I think anymore. So. <laughs> well, yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. But I'm pretty sure before we got into the mock draft, I think you wanted to talk about a little bit something, Toast. I can't remember. Oh, yes. Tev. Tevois, my friend. Hit me. You, you, you dabble in the hockey, correct? I, I do dabble in hockey. You know, you dabble big in hockey. Guy. Big avalanche guy. Go abs, you know. So funny story. Okay. I actually, today I golfed with a guy who was Nathan McKinnon's club coach growing up. Just, oh, come on. Really funny dude. So come funny. on. But I'm sorry. Continue. Who doesn't he no. golf with? You know, he's a big celebrity. Exactly. Exactly. So obviously, there, you know, there was some, uh, there's some big news around the NHL. Two big news, I can say. Uh, one is the ESPN is bringing back the NHL. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, what, what are your thoughts? You know, so here's how, what I'll say. You know, go? you know, from a from a hockey fan standpoint, I'm 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 excited because it's um, you know, I do like it on NBC. You know, that's what I know it as. Um, the announcers is you know consistent, uh, but the thing I guess with me is they're trying to expand you know expand the brand, which is smart. I think it is. You know, I know me, you, and Dan were talking about this because I know he's a big hockey fan. I think really what it just comes down to is not as many people watch hockey as much as these other sports. Yeah, for sure. So I'm kind of hoping that it being on ESPN, it allows for more viewership. Um, Cause I just feel like overall more, more sports fans look at ESPN rather than NBC sports just for That's fun. Definitely. That's correct. So definitely. Maybe they, you know, turn on ESPN. Hey, what's on? Oh, hockey. Yeah. You know, I'll try it. Again, how much is going to impact it? Who knows? But even if it's ten percent more viewership than they usually get, that's a win for ESPN and hockey. So you know, I think it could be a really beneficial thing. Um, and, and plus, you know, with the whole virus and everybody staying in, and I know you know people are starting to get vaccines. This is great, but people are itching to watch sports, and and I think it's a good thing to. And now I know this will start in any what, what 2023 or 2022. Uh, I think 2021, 2022. Yeah, so you know it'll be a good segue in, and hopefully more people will be able to watch, and you know it'll grow a little bit more than the usual smaller fan base, rather compared to that of football or baseball. So that's so petition to get the TNT crew on the NHL. <laughs> Imagine oh, seeing man. Charles Barkley trying to talk about hockey. Oh, uh, but, but, but we see uh, Stephen A. Smith talking about his uh. No, what, but five... I, I, I know it's funny, and and you know I think Stephen A. Smith is more not not more of a meme, but is like a memeish person. He's a personality. I, I, even though he's kind of like not making fun, but like kind of poking fun at it that he doesn't really know too much about it. I think it would be good because other people might be in that same. Thought process of like, hey, like, why not just turn on a game and see how it is? It's like a journey. You never know. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, they kind of like they learn together as the process. And and, and even though, like, again, like I said, it's not treated as a joke, but it's kind of like, hey, I really don't know anything about it. Um, And and let's try to poke some fun at it. You know, hopefully other people can try to do the same thing. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they just need to get some more personalities and not just have Barry Melrose as the only person (laughs) on ESPN. And uh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm very curious to see, uh, and this is I think is a big one for the NHL. Oh yeah, big one for the NHL. Too. Exactly, get a lot of money. Hopefully, it improves marketing. Let alone, you know, any kind of upgrades or anything with. Not obviously, it's not team based. Although the teams will get paid, um, but hopefully, it kind of recognizes the brand a little to, more. Like yeah, the like like the entirety of the New York Rangers could walk in front of me on the street, and I'd be like, "Damn, what? Who's this group of characters?" Like, I would have no clue. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Again, exactly. you're not going to know right after that 2022 season 
21-22 season. So yeah. for the next yeah, five but, but years. You'll, you'll know within, yeah, those next couple of years. So Yeah, they have a, a seven-year arrange, uh, agreement. Yeah. So, so hopefully it works out, we'll and see. I hope they bring Gary Thorne back, who is uh, an absolute legend, who's wasting his time away being the Orioles play-by-play at broadcaster, which is I, I also quite depressing. That, that he comes back. Absolutely. Um, it, it would be a smart thing to do and a familiar thing to do, so. Yes, but I, I did see that like he's open to a return. So yeah, thumbs thumbs up. And this is the big one, most recent, the whole referee incident uh, with uh, referee Tim Peel calling the hot mic, saying that he just was going to give the Predators a penalty for the sake of giving them a penalty. Uh, he you know he got fired for the NHL. Yeah, so, just um, so here's I say like you know everything needs to be very. It's either a foul. Oh, did he like it? Oh, no, there it is. Sorry. He like, he likes first for a second. Um, so, look, like, you can never. So, I don't even know how to say it. So, basically, if you think that, you can't say that. I'm not saying that it's okay to think that. But even if you think that, you can't be saying that. Because now look at the result. Mm-hmm. The other flip side of that is there needs to be a penalty for a penalty to be called. Um, now, I know in some games it can get chippy. Um, for example, baseball, uh, like when the Mets and the Dodgers played after that, um, not the World Series, but when the Mets lost and their shortstop broke his leg from up oh, in. Oh, yep. And then like threw behind him and he got like immediately thrown out. So, again, you know the situation. You know it's going to be a chippy game. There didn't need to be warnings, although I did kind of think that it was a little BS. But point is, is you know the situation. So in that instance, if the game is getting a little bit chippy, it's not, oh, I'm going to give the Predators a penalty. But then at least, you know, go to the the coach and say, like, hey, you guys are being way too chippy. I'm going to start calling, you know, I'm going to not be as lenient with penalties. You know, I'm going to be strict and start calling a lot more. Well, so, in that case, how you're saying it, done. how you're saying it is, there's reason for a penalty to be called. For in this case, it didn't seem like there was really a reason. Well, again, that that's the you can't give out penalties. For the it's kind of like one of those things no. everybody assumes refs do, do, but like actually hearing it is like, oh, okay. It's like that. No, no, continue, continue, continue. No, I was going to say, it's like an NBA face that similar situation. But honestly, on 10 times worse, where they had that referee, forget his name, who was working games. Donnie he or something? To, yeah, he got tied up with the with the mafia. He was on illegally betting on games. Well, that but, was just like wrongdoing. Like, that's just, you know, boneheaded stupidity. This is more boneheaded stupidity, if I'm going to be honest, saying it out loud. See, I don't know, but like, the, uh, that was more of like a in the spur moment, not that it makes it right. But the other guy, like, dude, you've had nights to sleep on this like decision, and was well, not even that. He got like tied in with the mafia. It was like we're gonna kill your family or you're gonna rig these games. I mean, that's insane. So, so like, what was his choice there? He was like, I'm too deep now. He owed like hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars in gambling money. Just I mean, look, both, both both stupid instances, both different. But I guess my final answer is. If there's Gotta no fire reason him. for a penalty, he, he's already been fired. He's already no, been fired. but I'm Sorry. saying though that you had to fire him if you're the yeah, NHL. you know, you had no, you had to absolutely. And I think this is gonna be more of a less of an NHL thing, but more of a sports officiating thing. Just more transparency. People want to want people, you know, these refs mic'd up. Imagine if they got this on an NFL game, it'd be over. People go berserk. Yeah. Well, the XFL had that. Oh, I didn't know that. But no the Guardians. XFL. That's just pretty. They're kind of an upcoming league, actually. You should no, no I, I approve, but it's just kind of like no one's yeah, gonna I'm go sure berserk because of the XFL uh officiators. But, anyways, actually? Oh. anyway, oh. we're trying we try to dive into this mock draft, get into it, so we'll get a big analysis going. But, yeah, massive. but we go first overall pick. Well, from now, just as a little preface, we have really to even talk about this. Our first overall pick, but I just want to give a little preface. We did this without trades, so assuming everyone stays where they are. Because I think this is going to be – you're going to see a couple of trades in this draft. Yeah, I mean, than, look, like, so sure. we can, if you want – I mean, we can talk about, like, where you can see potential ones happening. Fair, sure, um, for so sure. So we can go, you know, through normal picks and then kind of talk about where we could see people trading out of or in. So no, yeah, no, yeah, whatever you guys sure. want to do. 
Anyways, number no, one, yeah, we definitely. I assume all of us have Trevor Lawrence going first overall of the Jags. Yeah. See, all I right. got Zach Wilson. No, I I got Trevor Lawrence. Okay, then number two, this is where we start right at the gate. Is I think that the Dolphins, not the Dolphins, my bad, the Jets at number two, trade Darnold, maybe get a do it on the draft and get a pick and take Zach Wilson. I mean, you have a new coaching staff and I think a new GM. Those guys aren't going to want to base their careers and next couple of years in New York off of a guy they didn't bring in. It's usually not how it works. Um, I had that same thought process. As the draft comes, though, I kind of think, you know, he does have the talent and he does have the, the tools and the skill set. But I do agree with, like, you know, he's h- however many years on his contract. I think this is his going to be his uh, contract year. And I'm sure if they kept him, they'd probably pick up the fifth-year option. But it's kind of like they didn't bring him in. For all you know, they really don't like him. You really just have no clue. I would assume they go smart. You get an extra pick, even if it's like a two or three from Darnold, and you just keep building up and you're new, you're a young team, which is I could see Chicago making a move for him. do, I think. I don't know why they wouldn't. I could see Chicago trading for him. I think that'd be That's the, the smartest That's move for point. them. But yeah, Zach Wilson going. Evan, who do you got? I think they probably should trade Darnold and restart. However, from how the sounds of it and like when Corey Davis got signed, he had that whole interview saying that he's excited to work with Sam Darnold. Unless what's he going to say? But, but unless he's involved in like some sort of like what? You know, um, which would call it. Uh, I, I, I'm leaning towards him, you know, they, them keeping Darnold for some reason. I think they'll keep him. I think they'll give him one more opportunity. So with this reminds- he's, on, he, he's on his rookie deal. And I think they want to give him one more shot. And I mm. think they'll pick Panay Sewell. See, that's what oh, a that's lot of a, people. Yeah, that's interesting. That's what a lot of people were thinking back when Arizona had the issue with Rosen. They were going to pick Kyler Murray, and people were like, "Oh, just keep Rosen, take more skill." And then everyone was on that boat where they're like, "We're going to keep Rosen." Everyone was convinced we're going to keep Rosen, and they go and draft Kyler Murray. They even put out a graphic on Twitter that said, "Josh Rosen is our guy." Like a week before the draft, and they go out and draft oh, Kyler Murray. So, you, so you never know. Oh, I know, I know. I mean, oh, no, yeah, for no, sure. I mean, but look at. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I was just gonna say, like, that whole like Cardinals thing. Like, I, sure, I wasn't really the biggest fan of them drafting Kyler Murray just because they had Josh Rosen. But now looking at it, it's like, you don't, you don't get athletes, you don't get quarterbacks like Kyler Murray often. Like, this is not like besides Trevor Lawrence, this isn't the greatest draft class for quarterbacks. There's just it's deep. It's, it's it's quantity over quality, in my opinion. Fair. I'm not saying they're bad, but. How many of those it's guys like, are really going to be good? They could not be even, good. They have not the even, not even that they're not going to be good. How many of these guys are going to be legit starters? Yeah, like right out the gate, tell. I'm sure. Like right out the gate, it's really only Lawrence that's really like the true. Could be the and true. Then you like, could argue like starters. Yeah, maybe two others. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Moving into three, now we're going to start separating apart. Now at the third pick, I think the Dolphins look at the fact that they need to protect Tua, who's not as mobile, and they go and draft Penny Sewell out of Oregon. I mean, he's a phenomenal talent, one of the best lineman prospects we've seen in a while, and I think they got to go get him. Yep. Did have you say, because Evans going to go into a five-minute side so tangent. I, <laughs> um, so this is where I see them trading back. I agree with more. that too. Um, however, if they had a gun to their head and they had to draft somebody, I picked Jamar Chase. Um, I think you need another, not possession, but a kind of like a red zone like threat guy that can just go up and get a jump ball. Um, and I think Jamar Chase is going to be that, especially in Miami. Um, I think the best hands in the draft. So I, I think that that's a possibility. I do kind of see where they could possibly draft an offensive lineman, but at the same time, I don't think they would draft one at three unless it may be a Sewell, but even then, you kind of look at the team's upcoming. The only one that's really going to draft one is maybe Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and they're kind of rumored to be linked with Pitts, so I would trade down, but again, 
gun to my head, I'd probably say Jamar Chase if you're stuck at three. I think he's the biggest athletic freak. He's my favorite receiver in the draft, best hands. Kind of reminds me of Amari Cooper a little bit coming out of college. He's just a big go up and get a receiver. And like, I think no matter where he goes, he'll be a solid receiver. Maybe other guys in certain systems could be better, but I think if you're going to put him anywhere, he'll be successful. Take it away. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. So if the Dolphins get an offer to trade back around like seven and eight or whatever, I would take that deal. I think I would be I'll be a lot more happy for them trading back. I can see the Panthers trading traffic. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's probably the smartest thing they should do. That'd be the best decision that they would make is to trade down and get more ammunition. So, so at the, three, so, if they didn't trade back, who would you want them to get? And let's say for this sake, Sewell's still on the board. Maybe Chase. Maybe Chase. But I'm going, I'm not going Chase with my mock draft because he's not my favorite, honestly. My favorite receiver is Jalen Waddle. And they I play together I, too. So yeah, and I think and the reason I'm saying Chase because it's more of like best available. And like he makes the most sense as a best available, but in your I'm system, going, system but for wise, Waddle, yeah, but, yeah, but for Waddle, he's a dynamic, like he's electrifying. He's best route runner for sure. Uh, arguably, yeah. Uh, he's an athletic freak, and I think the Dolphins need those guys. What, what you're saying with Chase, uh, Tev with uh, you know, a big body guy, like okay, I know Devontae, I know Jamar Chase is going to be a better player. Than Devontae Parker because he could sell, he'd be healthy and all that. Yeah. But Devontae Parker, if he's healthy, he's, I think he's one of the oh, best. Oh, yeah. Oh, and he, oh 100%. And Miami has a bunch of those guys, just a big body guys. And even Jasicki, who was a big body yeah, guy yeah, as well. He's a red zone threat guy. Yeah. The Dolphins were one of the worst, had the worst receiving course when it comes to getting separation. Waddle's going to get separation, and obviously they added Wolf Fuller, which will help a lot. So I think they just need a lot more this dynamic. Just if he stays healthy, I mean, great yeah, player when he plays, but how many games? Definitely, definitely, play? definitely. So. I know people are not going to bring up Waddle because he got injured, but uh, again, he, we'll see. I mean, yeah, for sure. And yeah, I love Waddle. He's my favorite, and I think they should pick him. If definitely, if they trade down and he's in that range, he's be perfect. Yeah, like Perfect as a Giants role. fan, I'd love to have him, but I think our receiving core is deep enough, and I don't think he'll even get to a. I, I have him going further than eleven, but it, he could go earlier. We'll see. Mm. But anyways, okay. we go into number four. We have Atlanta. I had them going the route is Matt Ryan's got what one two year decent years left on him. I say they look at it, and this is for the reason of he might not be the most ready to go quarterback in the draft, but I say they go Trey Lance because he has the highest, excluding Trevor Lawrence. I think this guy has the, the skill set to be the most talented quarterback because he's very raw, but very athletic has a very talented arm, but his decision-making as well as some of the plays he makes are not at the NFL level quite ready yet. So learning under a great, quarterback of mine like Matt Ryan learning the schemes learning what it takes to be an NFL quarterback for a year or two I think he could be the real deal yeah I believe it or not actually I went back and forth with this a lot I actually had them taking Mac Jones um I I think the way that he plays and the way that he throws kind of reminds me of Matt Ryan coming out of Boston College. So I yeah, think, I think you know, let him develop, you know, for a year or two, um, kind of get a grasp of that system. Um, I'm not going to say they're a young team, but they're kind of at a crossroads right now. And I do think Matt Ryan is a good quarterback. Um, you know, you see how many yards he puts up every, every week, basically. That's great. Um, but it's like at some point, it's not that it's his fault, but you kind of need a spark. And I kind of think that the comparison is pretty similar between the two. And plus, you know, you're getting a new coach. So 
It really just comes down to how long can Matt Ryan last? Yeah, and, and again, I think Mac Jones, he's been in that situation before in Alabama, and I think he can do it again and, and still be successful. So, but, I mean, we'll see. I'm not mad at that. I just think Trey Lance fits more of a where the NFL is going in terms of an athletic mobile quarterback. Yeah, and I I do agree with that. I I do agree. I I think so, too. Uh, I also had Trey Lance, so. Any or everything's been said? Are you good? Pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. I think he's like the like the whole like play action sort of style that Arthur Smith was running in Tennessee, I think that could translate really well with Trey Lance as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. so going into five, I had Kyle Pitts going to the Bengals, and I say this, and I mean this seriously, he is the best offensive weapon in the draft. He's the best receiver in the draft, period. He can go up and get the ball, catch the ball better than every receiver in this draft. He's runs like, oh, it's like in parallel Vernon Davis. He runs like a 4-4-3 he just ran. The guy's a freak. He's strong. He can catch the ball. He can run like a deer. What else could you want from a player? He's a mismatch for linebackers, cornerbacks, and who's covering him? Excuse me. Blessing. Excuse. Sorry, I'm allergic to uh, nobody covering Kyle Pitts. Please. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> like if you, it's like you gave Gronk a speed boost. The man's huge, and he could run like a receiver. I mean, I had the I, I had the same thought process. I kind of figured they gave him a wide receiver last draft with T. Higgins. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Um, who's their tight end? Is it Eifert? I forgot traded. I'm pretty sure. No, it's isn't is it Uzoma? Like Drew who's Sample, the other guy. I forget his name. Who he he would do great and then get hurt like every year. That was Eifert. Yeah, Eifert. But he's not there anymore. So I kind of figured in. Plus, I mean, look at Pitts. He was unbelievable. Take him um, and call it a done day. You get, you know, you go home for them. They'll draft the offensive lineman in the second round, get to protect them, and you get a weapon. All good. So I totally forgot about that whole uh, rumors that you had, uh, your, your whole source, Mr. Tev. Uh, so. What? The whole the whole pits thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So again, I, told- I mean we'll see. I, you know, mm-hmm. for all you know, these these teams are smoke screening and that's I mean, true. Look at what Dave I you know, look at what Dave Gettleman said. He said, I mean, Oh, we'll get weapons, but you don't build a free agency and you don't you know, you, you don't utilize a rookie contract, it's not that important, and look what he did. So. That's what I think is yeah, going on in New facts. England right now with Bill Belichick's talk about how high he is on Justin Fields. I think that's him trying to get somebody to bite him earlier than they should. Okay. Uh, I think they got to like double, triple down on offensive line this draft, and I think they'll pick Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. I think... People, some people have him above Penny Sewell recently. Uh, I still think Sewell's better, but yeah, Slater's right there, and I, they just they need to protect Joe Burrow. It's simple as that. He's an injury same, away yeah. from like not being able to play anymore. Yeah, he got he got killed like halfway through the year. Like and you he gotta didn't just have a torn ACL. He did like everything. So it broke it all. He did every. He did everything exactly. So personally, I, I understand like Kyle Pitts. I love Kyle Pitts. I think he's incredible. You got to protect your quarterback, man. You got to protect your quarterback. And I understand you can find other, like with old linemen, you can find a bunch, like a bunch of random guys, and they could plug in and they have chemistry. They work. I get it, but they just need younger, healthier bodies instead of running. Who do they still have? Bobby Hart? Like that guy sucks. So. John Jerry, is he still in the league? I think he's up some league with them. Like they, they just need younger guys. And I know Jonah William, who missed what two years ago, he missed his rookie year. Or so I just think they need to build something with that O line. Okay. And then going to six with Philadelphia, I have them taking Jamar Chase. I, it's just to the fact that once again, I said everything I had to say about Jamar Chase, freak athlete, phenomenal receiver. They need a receiver. They have zero weapons now. This is what you got to go get. 
Uh, same thought process, different player. I had them taking Jalen Waddle. Um, I think they lack separation, um, and I think Jalen Waddle can give it to them. They lack everything, to be uh, honest. He has good hands, um, a little bit injury prone, but seems to be an X factor like player. Uh, so I kind of figured, you know, go team up with somebody who, you know, you know a little bit familiar with and hurts. Um, so why not? I was a big Jamar Chase. I just need they just need a, a big body that can catch the football consistently. I think that's what Jamar Chase does. I actually was thinking about um, if if Pitts didn't go to the Bengals, that Pitts would maybe go here. I agree um, with that. How about not about observation. Hurts and I know they have Goddard, but they like running two tight end sets. So I kind of figured you never know. But well, again, so that's well, Pitt- a very draft night thing. If- mm-hmm. Maybe falls or a pits hard, but is one of those players. Unless you're Kansas City or San Francisco, you take him. I don't care who your tight end is. Run two tight end sets, trade the other guy, run them both, and figure it Wait, out. What other teams you say other than Kansas City? Other than Kansas City and San Fran, I guess you could throw on Oakland. Honestly, even including those teams, you could run two tight end sets. You could run yeah, two as a receiver. You any team can take out bits. Okay, I think that with Miami. But I kind yeah. of figured like they need they need more separation because they have Gasecki. Gasecki's exactly. also like another receiver esque. So he he practically yeah. played. He practically yeah. played receiver. He practically played receiver last year and the year before. I mean, he's he not a good do, blocker. He, he certainly won't do that though in the NFL because I hate to say it, he's just not as fast as some of these corners. So I mean, he's still fast. Don't get me wrong, he's fast. Um, but line him up under center. Penn State, not yeah. under center. Line him up on the line, you know, in tight. He'll be good. So have like a linebacker cover him. You're screwed. And now going into seven, we got the Lions. Same uh, thought process, different team. I had them taking Devontae Smith. Tied it to. <laughs> this is, I guess there's not much to say. Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, exactly. The only concern for me for him is obviously his frame and staying healthy. But other than that, he is just as talented as anybody else. Freak of nature and phenomenal hands around running. Yeah. Can't go wrong. I went with uh, Kyle Pitts. I think you, Pitts and Hawkinson, that is Dan Campbell's wet dream right there. All right, he's gonna really enjoy that. Uh, he was because he was a tight ends coach in Miami, I believe. Still, he was a tight ends coach in New Orleans, I think, as well. Yeah. So the only question is if he can get to seven. That's true. Uh, but I think they'll add another weapon for golf. I think we no one questions the fact that they're gonna take a weapon here. It's whoever gets to them, really. It's like whoever's left over from the Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, and Pitts, they're going to take in seven. For sure. I guess that. I, I, I can see that. I can see that, brother. I can see that, brother. Then now at eight, I have the Panthers going out and taking Justin Fields. Let, uh, let him figure I things out with Teddy Bridge. I have them taking Trey Lance. <laughs> Either um, way, I have Justin Fields is a phenomenal arm, phenomenal player. Lacks and reads, though, and I think he can learn that from Teddy Bridgewater a little bit, have a veteran there, teach him the way around things, sit in the film room a little bit, because I think one of his biggest knocks, as we all can agree, is a little bit of a one-read guy and lacks, like, field scanning, especially in that one game against – the. this is the play that sticks in my mind the most. Against Clemson, when he threw that pass t- touchdown up the middle to that tight end, it was a it was a great catch, good throw. Was there, was covered, and make the play. But if you like pan to the right, there's a receiver wide open standing there under the goalpost. That would have just he would just had to stand there and catch it. It's like one of those things where like he can make the throws. Just got to learn a little bit more of the NFL level reads. Yeah, I I agree because I also have Fields. So, I mean, for Denver, I have Fields going there. So. I kind of just don't think Drew Locke is the answer. I absolutely despise. Are we in uh, Denver? Nine. Oh, oh, I didn't, didn't hear Because Chris said he had Lance go to eight. Okay, okay, okay. okay yeah, okay. so I think that um, Drew Locke, I, I despise Drew Locke, um, so I'm very biased. But I did try to be unbiased when looking at it. He's just not that good of a quarterback. Um and I think the pressure is on for um, 
Elway, I, I, he just, I, I don't know what it is, but he's not really doing too hot there. And I know he's a legend, but like MJ in basketball. I, but did he did he get reassigned or something? Yeah, I think he got reassigned to like yeah. a different position. Although he's so, technically like the president, so yeah. But I do, do think they well. start fresh. They go Justin Fields. I think it had a nice little combination of speed and you know being able to throw the ball. But he does have some woes that I kind of raise some red flags with. But I do think he can be effective if put in the right place. So we'll way I was looking at this is their two biggest needs here are linebacker and quarterback. If they do go quarterback, I would have gone Mac Jones if I was them. I know they like their big white boys, which Mac Jones would be the more the better plug and play for their system and their style. But I say they go Micah Parsons here because he's an edge to edge, get do anything you need linebacker. Phenomenal speed, phenomenal talent, gets in the backfield and even throw him in coverage. If I'm gonna be honest, I think I would love to have him slip down to 11, but I don't think he'll make it that far. And I, I don't see how Denver could skip out on him. I could see Denver being a potential trade back candidate just to accumulate more draft picks and and, and improve the defense because I could see them be sticking smart. with Drew Lock. Mm-hmm. I could see them sticking with sticking with Drew Lock. Uh, but I did, uh, but I actually went with Zach Wilson. So wow, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be, sh- I wouldn't be shocked uh, if if he's on the board, they potentially pick him. Uh, but they also need a lot of help on that defense. So mm. similar to the Giants, Denver is not over the young quarterback, despite the red flags. I think it's very similar to me, where like the city as well as the management is just not ready to let go. Yeah, like, they they, should, they can't admit it. Like like to, Daniel uh, Jones, yeah. he shows just enough promise, not worth letting him go. Just enough. That's about it. Yeah, that's true. Then ten, I say there's another guy I'd love the Giants to have is Patrick Sertain out of Alabama. He's the best corner in the draft. They need some pass coverage. Need some DBs. You got to go Sertain. So I did a bit of a curve. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Proceed. Um, I do not think that they're going to re-sign Vander Esch, um, A, because of money, and B, because of injury. So who do they go? Michael Parsons. Parsons. Oh. Um, I just feel like it would be a perfect storm for Dallas. I don't think they've had a phenomenal – I do think Vander Esch is an unbelievable player, just can't stay healthy. Um, but they haven't had that really, like, great middle-middle linebacker like Sean since Sean Lee. Um he so seems like a leader to stay healthy. Parsons. You've seen him a lot of Penn State. The man's so, a beast. I think, you know, Sean Lee went to Penn State. Mike Parsons went to Penn State. It's a perfect storm for Jerry Jones. He's like, oh, my God. And we got another great Penn State guy. Hopefully he just stays healthy for, mm-hmm. you know, the Sean Lee reasons. But, you know, I, I don't. You ever seen Michael Parsons on campus? sexy pick over smart. Um, but I do see them being looking at either offensive line or corner because they do need a secondary. You ever um, seen Micah Parsons on campus? I have. Have you I really? Have. He's a big guy, right? He's humongous. He has good <laughs> arms to slice the bike kids. Do you have a bench off with him? No, I did not have a bench off with okay. him. You should ask them for your for his uh, creatine recipe. <laughs> Was it a homemade like remedy? Honestly, do you see how he's built? I wouldn't be surprised. Do you did he run like a four four nine the other day? No, he ran a four three nine today. My bad, my bad. Four, three, no, that was in Parsons. That was in Parsons. That was the the end out of Penn State. I'm gonna get into that a little bit. A four, three, five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was one way. Was it? Oh, wait, so, ran look, a four, three, five or something. I don't mean that. I don't mean to like you hate away. branch off here. <laughs> when I think of an edge rusher, your job is to sack the quarterback. He had zero sacks last year in nine games. It's, don't give me this like bull crap about how. Well, he he. He pushes the pocket well, and he's a great run stuffer. Who gives a shit? So he's like Kyle Van Noy, where he just sets the, the edge. Okay. It's like, you know, go, go get the quarterback. The Giants got I a lot of those. Be, I think he's going to be a project, and I'm sure there's going to be a team that takes him, and I, I have him in the first round. He's an athletic freak. He reminds me of Montez Sweat, where he's just like an athletic freak. But Montez Sweat's a little bit more polished out of college. Um, but I think that someone will take the shot and polish him up and 
try to transform into like a, a, a good guy, a good uh, edge rusher. When we get there, that was the perfect segue for me. But anyways, um, uh, I purchased Tain as well. By the way, Tain. They, they just they they need a cornerback. They're lost without Byron Jones. So continue. That is correct. Now the New York Giants eleven. Chris is going to be very upset with me here. This is not who I'd like to take. I think honestly, if this is if my mic drop plays on real life, I say they trade back. If I'm going to be brutally honest, I think all the talent left the board that I like, and I say they go Rousseau, get an edge guy, which they lack. Look, look at his face. I mean, Dude, I think not he, him, bro. He's trash. I, I think he's one of the better edge guys in the draft. That's saying something because it's not the greatest edge class. <laughs> I think I just I just I'm sitting like if I'm Dave Gettleman sitting in the draft board, he's just looking at it like honestly, Russell's not that bad. Like I could just see if him anything, sitting- <laughs> my opinion would be is that they draft the kid from Penn State because do you know who the Giants defensive line coach is? He's a defensive line coach at Penn State. So I didn't know that. Look what he did with Leonard Williams. I hate to say it. Like but- I don't see them taking Waddle anymore, especially now that they got Gallaudet. Galladay. Now you have Galladay, no Sterling Shepard. No need. It's just not. It's just not enough. I mean, not enough. It's too much. I have them taking Penny Sewell. I don't think he's going to fall that far. The point is that I think they're going to take an offensive tackle, mm-hmm. or like if it's uh, that kid, the guard from USC. Um, you know, or someone Slater. to just protect Jones because they didn't really do anything in free agency. They got would, they signed mm-hmm. a deaf player today, in, in uh, who was an offensive lineman. But I would love Slater. You know, I would. Yeah. Be sick, but. I, I also had I had them picking an offensive line as well. I had them picking a Christian uh, Christian uh, Darisaw yeah. from Virginia Tech. The only, as we were looking at before, the only critiques for him is that he's not too much of a power guy. He's not too strong. He's more of a finesse blocker, which a lot of times turns a little weird in the NFL. You need a lot of a lot more of strength guys with heavy hands. So we'll see how well, it plays how out. How did Flowers turn out? Once again, that's you never know. I mean, but, I know. but he's a lot more nimble than Eric Flowers. Eric Flowers literally couldn't bend his knees more than five degrees. Wow, so. dude, that's messed up. Oh, you right there. That, that's my guard right there. Come on, bro. That's my left guard. Like, <laughs> if we don't, if we have a guy that if Eric Flowers was decent, Eli Manning plays for another season. Like, that's how horrific he was. I don't know. It, and I don't mean to interrupt you, Evan, because I know it's your turn to talk. Um, <laughs> it's okay, you're up. Good. The thing that the thing that I kind <laughs> of good. think about with the Giants is maybe they are going to just draft that guard from USC because they do need a guard and tackle spot. Maybe they have a lot of faith in the kid from UConn. So uh, I it's really whatever don't Joe Judge is drawing up. I really don't know what they're for the first time in a long time. I really don't know what. They're really gonna do. There's like five different ways the Giants. Can I go. don't want them to draft an edge in this round because I just don't think any of them are worth it. At Eleven. So if you do think that, trade, trade back. back. That's what I'm saying. Be gone by twenty. Um. So we'll or see. a linebacker. I mean, Giants. Like trade back and take that kid from Notre Dame. I don't even want to try and say his last name. Oh, Uzi Kormoa. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I think I trust. Uh, Patrick Graham to like do a, the good a good job with the defense, and you know they were keeping obviously Leonard, Leonard Williams, and you know they added Dory Jackson. You know it feels like they'll do just enough. They'll, they'll do fine defensively because they have they have the defensive coordinator who's doing a good job. Obviously, I'm familiar with him in Miami. Sure, yeah, and but I think offensively, I, I think they need some work, and they address it with the wide the skill position group. And now let's also improve the room that's been plaguing them for the past half decade. So, yeah, so every time the Giants draft the lineman, which has been many, many times, it's just I feel dead inside. Now seeing on the board, I'm like, wow, can't wait for the league to mock this guy for the next. Well, <laughs> the thing, the are. thing with with. And, and again, I, I have that same thought process, uh, Toast. And huh. I, I think about it and I'm like, maybe they are just going to draft that guard from USC because they have one guard that's pretty good, um, as in Hernandez, not Lemieux, because Lemieux had a, had a horrific pass block rating. But even then, like maybe they do trust Lemieux to be in there and they trust her or Solder to start. So I, I really don't have a clue of what they're going to do. I have a feeling that they're just going to pick 
whoever the best player on the board is that isn't a safety because they have like four. So they don't need a safety or they have three. They don't need a safety. Um, no corners really seem out to me. They just signed the Thor Jackson. I just don't think any of these people are worth it at that spot that they really need. I mean, yeah, maybe they could use another linebacker, but even then Peppers plays nickelbacker. And so you have Ryan and McKinney playing safety. So, and corners fine. And so now it's just kind of up to the edge defensive tackle and offensive line. So who do you draft? Just trade back. Cause there's nobody in those positions that's that good, but I don't want to, talk about like that 11 to 15 range is just a very weird place to draft i feel like but for their need it is yeah like that's, that's what i'm saying fall down there like do they really need it at 11 no even a lot of times it's like the most skilled guys in the draft they're usually done by those early teens to lay but like at the same time you don't want to reach for a guy that should go late first exactly so i don't i really for the first time ever unless like penny sewell falls to them i don't know what they're gonna do I really don't. Or Micah Parsons or Sertain. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. And also, they don't even need Sertain anymore, if I'm going to be brutally honest. No, they don't. They don't. But, San okay. Francisco. That, San Francisco. Once again, another cornerback off the board. I know you're talking about injury, but I'm having taken Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. That's not much to say. That. They need DBs. Richard Sherman's I have gone. Sertain, same thought process. They lost Richard Sherman. Just different guy. Same, same thought process. I have JC Horn. <laughs> Damn, we're really smart. Man. I can't you wait. Have Caleb Farley, you said. Yes. The only thing with him is he got a procedure done on his back. That is exactly what I just said. Just like a little bit scared of that. No, no, <laughs> that, I'm that's just something to yeah, look yeah. for. Yeah. No, hundred percent. No, I'm just agreeing. Um, if he's healthy, I think he's one of the better guys. So who's next? Los Angeles Chargers. I have them taking the Long. Chargers. I think if he. You give Herbert this kind of a weapon, it's going to be very scary. But Keenan Allen across from Waddle in terms of separation and route running, and those guys is going to be ridiculous. I think they give him another weapon, and it's going to – either they go line or, or weapon, and I think they give him that receiver, and it's going to be a very scary combination for the Chargers. Uh, I like that thought process. I thought about that. Um, I just thought it was a little too high for them to draft Bateman. But I, I had them taking Rashawn Slater. Um, I don't know if he's going to fall this uh, low, but you know, protect your quarterback, young kid looks amazing. All pro, you know, future All Pro if he keeps it up. So we'll see. Same, same thought press process with Tev. Uh, I had picking uh, Tevin Jenkins. So just okay. protect the quarterback. And now one pick later for the Vikings, I have them taking Slater. Knee so protection, especially for a very taking, immobile Kirk Cousins. I had them taking uh, Quiddy Pay. Um, mm-hmm. from Michigan. I think they kind of wanted that experience of that uh, Big Ten and edge rusher. Uh, they just – I know they just lost uh, – I, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, but they just lost an edge rusher to the Giants. Um, just, just like a depth guy, but, you know, maybe you'll find something good with the Squiddy Pay kid, and, and that's the direction that I chose with. Evan? Uh, oh, yes. Excuse me. My apologies. I have them picking uh, – Elijah Fair Tucker, the USC guy, protect. Very once again, Kirk Cousins, Cousins can't move. Exactly. You, you have some weapons out there. Might as well give him time in the pocket because as much as people hate on him, Kirk Cousins can do great things with time. As a lot of other quarterbacks can, but he's one of the more accurate quarterbacks in the league. As much as people don't like him, and they can win with Kirk Cousins. I agree with that. For sure. Uh, so, now, f- at 15, this is a rare occurrence because I know Bill doesn't like doing this. I say they take Mac Jones. Whether, whether I, honest, I genuinely don't believe they go take a quarterback at 15. I think he'll draft a guy in the third round or whatever, you know, whatever Bill Belichick does and take defense over here. And he could take a guy like Quiddy Pay or a linebacker or one of those guys or another edge. Because that's just the Patriots' way, honestly, in the first round. But I really see them going and getting Mac Jones. The only, uh, or either that, or they go and get a receiver and take Bateman. But I, I say Mac Jones at 15. Learn under Cam Newton for the year and move on. So uh, I think the wide receiver thing is interesting because I still think they need one, but their drafting of them has just been so horrible that they're not going to. I actually have them taking Kyle Trask. Um, it's kind of just like a middle finger to the league of saying, like, Hey, I'm not going anywhere. Now we have a future quarterback. Um, 
I honestly don't think it trusts I don't Stephen think I don't think he's worth it in the first round. I do agree with that. It's more of the idea thought process of like I do think they're going to get him at some point. Um, I can kind of see them maybe going defensive end. So I mean, we'll see. I just I'm not a big I'm not very high on Trask. I think no, he was surrounded either, by phenomenal talent at Florida. That but again, look, what the, what, look at what New England just did. I mean, they so I mean, but again, he really won't play this year because they seem to be riding with Cam Newton. But you know, time will tell. Oh. What about you, Toast? I think Bill doesn't care, and he sees the best player available, and he picks Micah Parsons because he will have a lot of he'll have a lot of fun with. He's a not getting like, it to yeah. fifteen. I don't think. Ridiculous. In my mock draft, he's no, falling to fifteen. All right. I think there's he's like four to or five teams that would take him before. No, no, no. He... I think that's a good. That's a good. No, no, I, no. I, I agree with the thought process. If he's there, Bill would salvage or having Micah Parsons. It's just that I think there's literally four other teams like past like the sixth pick that would take him. That's just where I see it. Well, you're wrong because my opinion's right. So that's fair. Uh, like if the if he was available and the Giants didn't take him at eleven, I would honestly hurl myself off a bridge. Oh, well. If yeah, if the Dolphins, <laughs> all the all the wide receivers are off the board if they trade down, I would might take a nice Micah, Micah Parsons. So that's another defensive coach who just love to have him. Yeah, because he's an athlete. He's a freak, freak athlete. Anyway, who's next? Arizona. 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 Lost Pat Pete. Got to take JC Horn. DBs. New That's DBs. What I took. I I didn't Is go with Caleb Farley or something. I didn't go cornerback. I went with uh, Aziz Ojulari. I think mm-hmm. this could be a potential trade down to uh, because pretty much I I pretty much actually no. Just kidding, but yeah, they lose Pat Peterson, but they also lost Hassan Reddick for nothing. And Fair. are you really going to rely on JJ Watt to always get the quarterback? He's older. Yes. You could do that, but also give him someone else on the other side to help him out. That being said, if they go offense, they're they're idiots. So that is correct. So I actually but, disagree uh, with that. I think they could take an offensive lineman. Quite frankly, I think they should have taken offensive that, lineman last well, year. That, well, that's he meant skill the only exception. That's the oh, only exception. Okay. Sure, but, sure. You need but, a more quick foot guy that, too but, of, for that scheme. For sure. But yeah, I, I have Ojolari going to him. He get he get to the quarterback athletic. I think that's someone that they need, and, and also they can replace Hassan Reddick. You guys mm-hmm. went with the Pat Peterson replacement uh, replacement. I went to the Hassan Reddick replacement. No, I like it. I like it. They just don't strike me as getting rid of Pat Pete just to not fill a gap. That's the way I saw it. That's for sure. Uh, they also have Buda Baker there, who's like arguably like one of the best safeties in the league. So Chris is a big Buda guy. <laughs> Buda's a beast, uh, but also don't forget about Tua game that little, the little shimmy in their uh, week nine game or whatever. His Dude, people people forget me. about that. People forget about that performance by Tua. And that's criminal. When Tua right? jukes, it's like he just kind of like wiggles his shoulder. He's like, and it works. And it, it doesn't works. work. It works. A full Buddha <laughs> Baker, and you know it, and I know it. I love to see game pass. Again. We have game pass for a reason. All right, watch the film. I, I actually do. I have been watching my film. I'm not gonna watch the film. Good. But now going to seventeen. Uh, I was about to say Oakland, but the Vegas Raiders take a lineman, protect their quarterback, and go and get Darisaw. That's what I had. <laughs> oh, I forgot that they tr- that they traded away two of their offensive linemen. I totally forgot about that. But you know, Mike Mayock and this iteration of the Raiders, they like to just say, "Screw everyone's mock draft, screw everyone's draft boards. We are just going to pick a player for need, and we don't care where they where they are." They didn't they, they they did with so Cleveland Farrell. They, they, oh. they did no. They did with Cleveland Farrell. They did it with was it Trayvon Mullen? They're going to do it again at linebacker with Zayvon Collins. I'm a big Zayvon Collins fan. I think he's really great. I think 17 is a little high though. So that's why I think it's going to be a little bit of a reach at that point. But I'm a big Zayvon Collins fan. So I, I think they pick linebacker because their linebackers suck. That, that's a fact, yeah. factual statement. Yeah, their defense is hurting. 
are really bad. Although their offensive line is now hurting, and their wide receiver core is hurting, their That's, entire team's hurting. I mean, the time the clock is ticking on Gruden. Like he's got to figure it out now. Not, not. I think it's Mike Mayock. That's fair. Too. He's he's not going anywhere. But so, Mayock. You know? Some I saw somebody make a joke about. It. I was actually laughing earlier. It was um like Gruden like in the locker room was like, oh, you got to like imitate the Chiefs to win. And it's like Mr. Gruden, the 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 Chiefs just traded away two of the linemen. He's like, it just zooms in. He's like, I know what I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's funny. I just get that got me earlier. I love a good NFL oh, meme. Oh yeah, I forgot, dude, dude. The Cardinals acquired Ronnie Hudson. He's like what one of the best centers in the league or something. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Now, now you got another pick here at eighteen. You got the Dolphins, right? That's, that's I nice. say you got a defensive head coach here, and you go Aziz Ajilari out of Georgia. So, I went with Najee Harris. I know you're gonna say Najee. Harris. And that being said. I wouldn't be mad if we don't pick because uh, Najee Harris. The reason I'm picking Najee is because they worked with him in the Senior Bowl, and also there was that that report recently, a couple of days ago, that you know he drove what ten hours to he's a team pro guy. day. I'm like, that's that's it. That that's what Brian Flores wants. Guys that love to play the game of football, and it seems like that's Najee. That's what Najee Harris does. Yes, it's a little bit of a it's a little high for a running back for sure. And I wouldn't be against not picking him. I I would like to see someone like a Quiddy Pay potentially be picked around here if they don't go in this direction. Uh, but I'm going Najee. Also, it adds more depth to the running back room. And yeah, like I said, the whole his whole ment- his whole intangibles, his his mentality. I think it is in line with perfectly with Brian Flores and that whole culture. Thanks for the explanation. I'd be exact same thing. So, thanks, boss. Okay. Now, nineteen Washington football team. I said they take this Jeremiah Awusu Karamoa. I think I said that right. Notre Dame, new linebacker. The only other way I can see him going is receiver to give Terry another co-receiver. I picked him. Uh, I picked them having or. I had them picking Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. Um, just keep replenishing that offensive line. Um, you know, you need to make sure that it's all set in stone. So, so all these linemen, it's just kind of like we're just like flipping around, but we all have the same thought process. Like they need to go line here. Yeah, I also have them picking the uh, an offensive lineman. It's going to be Samuel Kusimi from Texas. They. Don't kill Fitzpatrick, please. Please. The man's invincible. I've seen him get killed like 18 times I know. like within a game. He's 38 and like he takes I, hits I, like I've, he's ne- 20. I've never seen him limp off with an injury. Never. Limp he off, yes. Leave with an injury, no. Just just even limp with an injury. I'd never seen the guy limp. He just gets up and he's in the huddle the next play. I think, I think I think I think it's a, <laughs> oh, I think it's the dad bot. Honestly, I think dad bots are for the win. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to the all the audio listeners. I was pointing to an Eli Manning poster, by the way. Big, big dad bot. Everyone knows that picture of him on the beach flexing that uh, that physique. Right, right, right. yeah, because everyone knows about that. Yeah, yeah. Pop off. You know exactly. Chris knows. You got to know what I'm talking about. It's like him with the, Eli Manning with the shades on the beach with his just stellar dad mod. Two Super Bowls. That's all I care. Yeah, I'm a bit. I'm a Giants fan too. I know. No, I know. Oh. I, mean, I just think it's funny. Anyways, now the Chicago need alignment. I don't think they, at this point at 20, there's not enough quarterback talent left on the board. You go Vera Tucker and get protection for whoever the hell is going to be back there. Uh, I had them taking Rashad Bateman. Uh, I know there were rumors about uh, Miller getting traded, and I don't really think Allen Robinson's going to stick around. So you need a wide receiver. Okay. Yeah. Respectable. Evan. Respectable. So, Mister uh, Mister Dereses, Mister Pete. So, oh, uh, so you uh, earlier you brought up the whole uh, Arizona situation with Josh Rosen. He's our number one guy. And 
they went a different direction and pick Kyler Murray. You trade for Darnold. That's not Andy Dalton. I think this is a complete smokescreen, and this is their way to to draft Mac Jones from Alabama. I think it's a complete smokescreen. They could be a potential trade up candidate. I think they trade for Darnold. No, this potential trade up candidate as a complete misdirection with the whole QB number one situation. I think I think they're leaving this draft class with the with the new quarterback. Okay. Unless unless they're complete idiots, and they sh- and that's the case, then they, sh- they should be fired. But I think this is a complete this is a, a complete smokescreen, and they're gonna pick Mac Jones. I'm not mad them. Yeah. Okay. Twenty one. Rashad Bateman. This team is ready to win now. You got a quarterback. Get another weapon out there. Resign T.Y. Hilton. Rashad Bateman, one of the better draft guy uh, draft prospects. I think. He has the possibility to be one of the top receivers out of this draft. Phenomenal route running and insane big play capabilities. No, I, I get that, but T.Y. Hilton's back to the Colts, so I had them taking Elijah Vera Tucker. Got to keep protecting the quarterback, especially a fragile Carson ones. I went with Devonta Smith. I have him sliding all the way down here. So I forgot about that. Yeah, I have, I have him sliding all the way down here. Did you have nobody take Devontae Smith? No. N- no, um, Chris. I don't no. think I heard him say Devontae Smith's name. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I had him going to Detroit. Oh, that's correct. Uh, but yeah, I'm slipping. I, I, I think the buzz has kind of died down a little bit. I think that's because of the whole pro day with him not really participating I think that's that might scare some people with the whole height and weight. And I think, and I also don't, okay, yeah, they brought in, they brought back T.Y. Hilton, but I not still not that special of a wide receiver core. Especially that young really? kid is pretty good. Whatever, I forget his name. Uh, what, Michael Pittman? Yes. So, but I think that's a, I think he's arguably the best season arguably the best skill player available around at this point in my mock draft. And I, I think this is another additional piece for Carson Wentz. And also I think he's Dante Smith is probably the smoothest route runner in this draft and he's going to get separation. And I think that gives more, that gives Wentz more trust. That's like, okay, I can, he's wide open. He's, I can throw us of, you know, waiting and like yeah. holding on to the ball too long and not throwing in tight coverage. So I, I think, I think Smith. Fair. Now going to Tennessee 22, they need a DB. They got nothing. They're terrible. Tyson Campbell. I'm taking Caleb Farley. Same thought process. A abysmal secondary. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, but I had them going with, not only their cornerbacks are not that great, I don't think they're uh, they did, they barely got to the quarterback. In my opinion, I didn't think that they're all that special. I have them going Quiddy Pay for Michigan. Okay, I like that thought per- process. Perfect segue. I got the Jets going and getting Quiddy Pay. Oh, I have the Jets with Terrace Marshall. Um, okay, need weapons for your new quarterback. Why not? I'll get into Terrence Marshall in a little bit. But now 24, Pittsburgh. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say anything. Exactly why I kept talking. Go ahead. Usukorma, solid, guess his defensive guy. Has a little fun with him. So, okay. Now, Pittsburgh, 24. They have old ass Big Ben still there. Please, God, retire because you're really hurting the franchise at this point. Um, They go and get alignment to protect him because he can't move. And he hasn't been able to move his entire career. Tevin Jenkins. I had a cornerback, Greg Newsom. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of linemen go off this off this first round. Yeah, they probably should draft an old lineman, but I, I have a feeling that they're going to pick. They're going to be enticed by Travis Etienne on the board, and they'll pick him. I thought about that as a place for him. Believe it or not, but I didn't. I didn't. Obviously, I didn't have him going there, but I, I thought about it. Yeah, practically, he'd be used as another receiver because he's a good yeah, he's receiving back for. He's great and hands. and you know how much they love to throw the they love Big Ben throwing the ball 50, 60 times. So, he's I, I think I think the Jets are going to take him early second round. 
I think he makes it to the second round. One of those Najee or ETN, which I assume it's going to be ETN, and they're going to pounce on it because what do they have? Gore? Come on. If he's still there. I think he's going to go back. But anyways, now we're at 25. We have Jacksonville, another place. You bring in Trevor Lawrence. Need to get a lineman bad. Take Jalen Mayfield out of Michigan. I took Samuel Cosme from Texas, who's a tackle. So same thought process. I also had Jalen Mayfield. Need to protect your quarterback. Now at 26, I'm wondering what Chris is going to say about this. This is where I've always going because now you put him across the Miles Garrett. I had, right? I had the same thought process, but I had a Ojolari. And especially with what he lacks in the, more of the strength, that's because he's a quick, athletic guy. He hit the weight room, learn a thing or two from Miles Garrett, who is arguably the best edge in the league. Why not? I also had an edge rusher, but this time it was uh, Jalen Phillips from Miami. This guy's, this guy's good. He's good. Every time he, Toast makes a pick, we're just like, we, me and Tim just have faces of shock because he just like pulls something out and we're just like, oh, okay, okay. These guys are using me, man. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, is that protein shake? Oh. Wait a second, I use that brand of protein. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he wasn't that impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Now, at 27, this is where I have Terrence Marshall going. they got to get a receiver. They've been trying, but nobody wants to go play there for some reason. I wonder what that says. If anything, I think it says that nobody wants to go play with their coaching. I think anybody would love to play with Lamar Jackson. I just think their staff and wide receiver coaches just abysmal. And that scheme that they run is detrimental to Lamar. It's it's awful because it's so simple, easy to read. Nobody can get open. So you go get a 6'4 receiver like Terrence Marshall, put him across from Hollywood Brown as a speed guy, see what can happen. And make, make it known that I hate Hollywood. I think he's a terrible receiver. Okay. I like that thought process a lot. I can see them doing that. I had them taking Jason Owa from Penn State. They never really had a good edge rusher. Lost I a lot think. of defense. Really since Ngakwe slash Suggs. So that was a like, why not? So okay. Uh Rashad Bateman. They need an, another weapon. I can see them taking a, a wide receiver. So I just like right because those makes a pick. It's just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your problem? The New York Giants. Anyways. Oh, it's facts. facts. <laughs> I'm now, not even a Giants fan. Saints 28. They take Morrig. Uh, he's like a linebacker safety hybrid. He's going to play safety at this point. More of a strong safety because he doesn't have the speed, which is his biggest red flag. But they need help with the secondary. And that's what you go get. I've been taking Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa uh, from Notre Dame. I just think they need a linebacker. So need to replenish their young, or not young, but their core group of players because uh you know they need to they obviously cut some to get under the cap so need a young linebacker okay yeah. i had uh jason Oway from penn state they, they like their, they like their projects they like marcus davenport and all them and another one of those players okay now the packers are 29 because it's an interesting one if they're smart they give a weapon to Rodgers, like if Bateman or one of those guys falls, okay? But I know for sure as hell they're going defense. And I say they're going to go Newsome as a DB, get another cornerback out there with Jair, and kind of make some sort of a duo over there to try and lock down receivers. Watch them. If they go and draft like Najee Harris, Rodgers might just put in a request to trade that day. He might just pack it up. He might just go pack up his locker. Oh, I have them taking Kadarius Tony from Florida. It's like what position is he? Wide receiver. Okay. I mean, yeah. I had them same thought process as uh, Pete. I had them picking Caleb Farley. Mm. So now they need help Bill, on D. So Negri Bills need help on a pass rush. You go Christian Barmore, D tackle Alabama. So. I had them taking ETN, right? but the only problem with that is that they just signed Matthew Brita. Who I love. Brita. He's um, so I don't really know what they're gonna do, but I kind of think they either go edge or running back. Christian Barmore as well. 
Kansas City lost two offensive linemen. Cosme, Texas, 31. Jalen Mayfield, offensive tackle, Michigan. Uh, Liam Eikenberg, offensive tackle. Same thought process all around. Same thought process, exactly. Now, 32, Tampa Bay. They can go a couple of different directions. They can replace Sue with some pass rush, but I say they don't resign Fournette. They bring in Najee Harris, give Brady another stellar weapon, and oh just, go, just go insane. I'd have taken Christian Barmore from Alabama. I think they still need interior defensive linemen. Replace Sue. I mean, they signed him, but for the future. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so I th- I have them going defense and them kind of doubling down on linebacker, a potential replacement for Levante David, uh, Nick Bolton from Missouri. I do like that, Bolton. Thanks, boss. <laughs> okay. That wraps up the first round. And, and watch the second the, round watch tomorrow. It. Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> sorry, boss. I'm excited for the seventh round. I have my seventh round kind of pretty much drawn up. So when we get to that, all right, cool, 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 cool. I like that. But anyways, I, I'm honestly now that I've done so much more research on these guys in this draft, doing one of those Madden ones with the simulated with the inputted mock draft would honestly be pretty funny now. <laughs> Chris, like, can we play 2K now? <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> Oh, hey, me, 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 me and Pete had some uh, similarities. Me and Tev had similarities last time. Oh. You and Tev had a lot of similarities yeah. the first time. Then me and Tev were like, "Honestly, we're gonna yeah. link up this second time, do some collabs." You, you, you know what we, you know what we should do next time? Uh, like a mo- um, maybe a mock draft for our our teams, like a full se- seven round mock draft for all oh, of our yeah, teams. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. The only time that gets difficult for me is when we get into later rounds. It's like I have no clue if guys will still be on the board. Exactly. It'll be fun. <laughs> so when we get to the fifth round, it's like this guy can go in like fucking uh, early fourth, clip that out, and um you know, nope. see. He says <laughs> Oh, raising a hand, oh, he's throwing off the order of everything now. You <laughs> lower the hand. Lower the hand. Okay. That was good. I, I think was it was good. Any final statements to the loyal viewers out in where are they from? We'll get, we'll, hungry. 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 Our loyal, hungry viewers. Chris, <laughs> welcome back for like a fourth or fifth time. Thank you for having me. The, your analysis, you know, tides here. The fans love you. Any, any young ladies out there, you know, hit his line. Oh. Peace out. <laughs>